What is happening, John Richards? A cut above horror review, episode number 19. We go to Hyderberg's pick. Well, hopefully you uh, turned your clocks back because daylight savings time in. Yeah, we're talking about the movie The Furies from 2019. Had a fun discussion on this one, so give it a listen. Episode 19, a cut above horror review, The Furies 2019. It's time to go into beast mode, and we start it now. Cut my life into pieces. Good evening, and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we will be reviewing The Furies from 2019. But first, let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, let's say hello to Hyderberg. What's up, Hyderberg? What's going on, guys? How is everybody doing? Doing okay. The podcast gods have smiled upon me uh, as up until today, basically for much of the past week, I have had total laryngitis. Mm. So I apologize that my voice is not at 100%, but it's at least audible, which is more than I can say for yesterday. So. Drinking a lot of tea with lemon and honey? Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes, a lot of tea. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a splitting headache before, but I got over it. Oh, That's no. Dedication for the podcast. I'm glad like you're feeling nap. better. Some Tylenol. Feels good now. I'm glad that helps. Yeah. All right. Next up, Johnny. What's going on, John? What's going on? I'm sorry you guys are like under the weather. The only thing I'm <laughs> dreading is that it got dark at two o'clock this afternoon because of the end of daylight savings time. Yeah. How'd y'all, how'd y'all survive the time change? Is that why you had a headache today, Hyderberg? I don't know. I, I did some cleaning around the house and a lot of dusting. I don't know if the dust maybe gave me a headache. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Could have been. Yeah. How are you coping, John? I'm doing well. No, everything's great. I cannot complain. You know, you live in the finest city in America. And not bragging. We're going to talk about that every episode. You're just we are probably. We, we how are great probably. it is to live in San Diego. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Everybody move out here and bring millions of dollars because that's what it's going to cost you. Only going to want to hear about it when there's like two feet of snow here in like a month or two. I'll keep yeah. my mouth shut, Hydroberg. I'm sorry. No, it might, it'll make me feel good. It's like going to be weather cards that people look at to go on a mental vacation. You could be that for me. Absolutely. Me well, Jacqueline, Jacqueline lives in Florida. It's the same way. Good Lord. Yeah, true. That's true. It has, it has actually been really nice. Um, really just today, the past two days were super rainy, like just nonstop rain, but today was lovely and nice and crisp. So there you go. It's nice. fall time in Florida. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. It takes way too long to get here. Um, so whatever. But we're, we're like officially like, you know, on our way into November and towards the holidays now. So, yeah, yeah we should at the end of the episode, we should talk about what we're going to do in December. I mean, obviously, we've got more movies coming up that we're going to be reviewing. But I think, you know, we're going to do something special for the month of December. So, yes. All right. Well, uh, if you don't mind, let's move on a little bit. And I'm dying to hear some horror news. John, do you have any for us? I actually do this week. Uh, are you excited uh, about season four of Stranger Things? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt the Come same on, exact way. <laughs> I felt the same exact way. Although it is, they're saying it is com coming summer of 2022. So normally it's that 4th of July weekend. They showed kind of a teaser of it. And the only thing they really showed with it was the name of the episode? So there's going to be nine episodes again. There's a teaser. Yeah, they showed California. Yeah, they're. I guess it's based in California now, so not what was it, Indiana or whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's dropping 
summer of next year. Uh, you going to be watching that, John? I'm kind of with you guys. I'm not really excited about it. I'm going to watch just, it, but I'm not, like you said, I'm not excited. No, nah, not really. I yeah, even watch season three. No. Uh-uh. Kick her off the podcast, John. Well, I'm taking her horror movie card, so I'm just yeah. No! You, you got to watch. You got to watch, watch the bad with the good, Jack. I'll be honest. Season one was like some of the greatest television out there, and then like Agreed. it just sort of it started losing its magic, and now it's taking so long just to get a, a season out too. So I feel like you lose interest. It feels like it's yeah. been two years since season three. I think that was the problem with Game of Thrones too. You know, yeah. it just took so long. People love the the show. And it's just like, you know, why do I have to wait two years to see the next season? But it's whatever. Uh, something you should be excited about. Uh, Scream 5, the fifth Scream movie, is coming out January 14th of 2022. They actually did this uh, promo teaser where all the original cast, not all of it, but uh, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, they were talking about, like, you know, what's different about this movie and how they're going to kind of elevate it for the season or the, the the fifth installment of the movie. I I'm actually a little excited about it. I wasn't a huge Scream fan. Obviously, it's a classic. And they, they, like they, the they yeah, they franchised it like just oh so well. But I am excited to see this one. So that's coming out January 14th of next year. And sweet. Good lord. Yeah. There is a new paranormal. Jack. I could see Jacqueline get excited over the Zoom call. <laughs> I'm very I'm very excited about it. I really <laughs> Seriously, I, I really enjoy the Scream franchise. Good. I don't love three, but I really like one, two, and four. Um, I loved four, actually. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but so. I was okay with the movies. I mean, it wasn't like one of my favorite. I know I know a lot of people, like actually, they revere that franchise. And yeah, yeah okay, number three sucked, whatever. But, you know, it is a very revered, just kind of innovative, new take on a slasher movie. So I, I can understand why people I are excited about it. Yeah, I, well, I think I'm... it. Ahead, I think it says something that the original cast continues to return for it, mm-hmm. that they're willing to attach themselves to a project like that. So, Is I'm, that I'm super. Cox? I yeah. didn't even recognize her. What? Yeah. I'm kidding. She's had a lot of constructive surgery. She, yeah, she has. But you know, that's you know whatever people want to do to feel good. Yeah, no. it's selective surgery. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm excited for Scream 5. And, uh, you know, January is not a great release date for it, but they'll have my money. So there you go. I'll contribute whatever I can to there, yeah, exactly make it a right. success. And something that they beat to death forever, <clears throat> pardon the pun, a Paranormal Activity, Next mm. of Kin, dropped their trailer for that. I saw that. <sighs> <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna say this. I mean, for me, I tell love us paranormal. how you feel. <laughs> I love paranormal activity. I liked paranormal activity too. Number three sucked. I did like Ghost Dimension somewhat because I like the way they tied kind of all the movies together. The marketing on this trailer was exactly what they did for the first two, where it's except they're doing it in the pandemic era. Right. So everybody's sitting at home under a blanket, watching on their couch while they're filming themselves in the dark, watching this movie, jumping to whatever or or reacting, jump scaring what they're watching. Cool. We've seen that before. Yeah. With host. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, played much better. That's true. Uh, It's just a rehash of all that, all that marketing that they did before and it just 
I'm like, I've seen that, dude. And maybe it's for a new generation of, of horror fans, which is fine. I'm not going to criti- criticize that, but I, I I will say that, dude, you guys did this back in the early 2000s. So mm-hmm. stop, please. Yeah, but I mean, well, just you saying that just now kind of blew my mind because it made me realize that the first movie was 12 years ago. Yeah. Dude, I just felt really old. You know, <laughs> but you're movies- right. It really is like a new generation that's coming up to see these movies. They cost nothing to make, I'm sure, and they make a lot of their money back. So I'm sure they're not going to end anytime soon. Well, Are you going to give this one a chance? or I, I'm it? going to. I'm going to because I am a fan of the franchise. So, I mean, I can't say I could, I could totally hate on it. I just I, it just kind of bothered me that they rehashed this whole thing. But then I also thought to myself is that, you know, maybe there is that generation that did not see this marketing of what the original paranormal activity did of people sitting in the theater, you know, with their, with the night camera, night vision camera on them reacting to scenes. Um, you know, the, the trailer looked all right. It looked just like everything else or every other movie. So it looked like a trailer. It looked like a trailer. <laughs> it looked like a trailer. And I think we're done with news. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, this week's film, the furies, that, this was your, your pick Hydraberg. Yes. Uh, do you want to tell us what led you to choose this film for us? Um, well, I just, it's been on my list of movies to pick for the cast. Um, I didn't really have anything planned last week, so I just figured I'd, I'd pick this one. I enjoyed it the first time I saw it. You know, it's on Shutter, so it's an easy grab. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the I like the premise of it, so I figured it'd be worth talking about. All right, cool. Sounds good. Well, um, it was one that I hadn't even heard of before, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you picked it. Should we discuss before we get into it whether this film fucks or sucks? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. All right. Hydraberg, since it's your pick, why don't you start? Um, so I'm like John mentioned a couple episodes ago. I feel like this movie's it's a flaccid fuck for me. <laughs> I feel like it's got the makings. It's got the makings of a great fuck. Yeah, you coined that term, flaccid fuck. We're gonna use it more than once. That's an official rating now. There's plenty of movies that sort of straddle that line. No, we'll put it on a shirt. Yeah, Um, cut above a flaccid fuck. Along with "It's My Pussy" in French from Raw. That's right. See, we've got a whole merchandise line lined up for you guys. Yeah, guys, the merch is coming. Yeah, uh, but I feel like it's got the makings of a great fuck, but it just it misses the mark for me. OK, all right, Johnny. Why don't you go first, Jacqueline or a second? I'm sorry. Um, honestly, I think there were some good elements to this movie, but there is a lot about it that left me feeling cold and unsatisfied. And therefore, Ooh. I'm sorry to say I think it sucks. Wow, we're on all ends of the spectrum on this one. Uh-oh. Because you love to it. me, to me, I was so entertained by this movie. This is a okay. solid fuck for me. Nice okay. pick, Hydraberg. <laughs> nice. See, if, if I had rated this movie the first time I saw it, it would have fucked. But now that I'm watching it a second time, I'm definitely noticing some of the I'm poking holes in, in it. And I've actually reviewed this in a past life. So like to me, oh. it got better watching it again. I, have to go. So, I don't think I heard that episode. I'm going to have to listen to that one. I didn't yeah. either. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, to me, I enjoyed it. So I enjoyed it just as much watching it again. So I would right, still gonna, recommend it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to throw down the spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about the Furies from 2019 in its entirety. If you have not seen this movie, make sure you pause the podcast. Go watch this movie on Shutter. Come back to find out what we thought about it. And I think it's 
the reach around plot for Hydraberg. All right. You guys ready? ready. I'm so ready. Me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes. It's dark around you. You need to go before they found you. You get the sense you're being watched. You woke surrounded by a box. Men in mass hunt you like a fox. One by one, they'll take you out. A gruesome death, you'll scream and shout. While outsiders sit and watch and sip on expensive scotch. For them, this game is like a sport. A pig man searching, you hear him snort. You need to evade these feral beasts. One by one, they'll test your feats. Just survive as if it were duty. Now you are the final beauty. Hmm, very nice. That was very clever, actually. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to work the Beauty and the Beast part in there because I think I think that's one of the best elements of this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean that was like art. Yeah, we're we're just gonna have to release a book, a, a compilation of all these. Um, I, I feel like people options. envision me like over a desk, like writing frantically these things. I put these things together on my couch in like twenty minutes sometimes. Just before the show, I'm like, is it going to be good? I don't know. I get nervous. That is but... gold, though. I mean, Thank you. seriously. I yeah, you haven't sure. missed yet. You haven't had a bad one yet. There have been They're no better. I, I, I enjoyed the segment. <laughs> so do we. Yeah. That's my favorite it... part of the show. We could just yeah, end now, fun. actually. All right. All right. All right. I... Have a good night, guys. Bye. No, I'm just <laughs> it's just fun to think about the movie in that sort of way and then try and remember parts of it and write it down like that. So I do. I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. We're pulling back the curtain a little bit of what. Hydraberg oh, yeah. does with the reach around plot. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, right. I, I love the homages of, of this movie with the masks. Yeah. Talk more I'm, about that. Well, I mean, okay. obviously the leather face, right? There's a leather face. There's a guy that looks like Jason. Uh, the pig guy, I couldn't figure out. I was almost thinking that it was maybe a hotel, hotel hell. That too. That was the other one I was thinking of. And the owl one, you know what that's from? It reminded me of under the silver lake. That's from that. It's from that. Or was it from that opera movie? Wicker Um, Man. Oh, Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Okay. So the the one guy, the main beast that I think is Kayla's is Rot Face, I believe he's called. Then you got Mm -hmm. Pig Face, Skin Crow, who's the leather face guy. Yeah. Uh, Baby Face, who's like the guy who looks like he's his first time as a killer, like he's just got the knife. And then Owly are the ones that. Oh, um, that's what they named them in the movie? Yeah, in the on IMDb, that's what they're named. But then there was also like a handsome happy guy at the very beginning who takes yeah, out. Yeah, there's the... killer number one and Oh, he's killer just killer number one. Killer. He doesn't yeah, get it. There's like two more. Okay. One guy played two of them too. I can't remember his his name exactly, the actor's name, but that reminds me of Rob Zombie's characters in the movie 31. It was like Doom Head, Sex Head. Yeah. Etc. Like Why do we always bring up Rob Zombie during everything? Very topical. I don't know, but you know what I noticed about this movie? Anytime there's a shitty movie, we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's not go that far. But now we know um, where that one star came from. <laughs> Rob Zombie, who was clearly listening, um, <laughs> along with Elijah Wood. Uh, Love you, Rod. Yes, something I noticed about this movie. It, there are a lot of elements that keep coming up in the movies that we pick that out of 18 movies that we will have reviewed by the end of the night, four of them have had people who have been vertically cut in half. And we've had multiple found footage movies and we've had multiple clown movies. So thankfully no pets died in this one. I don't think no dogs. 
No, no, I don't think so. So if there's three things that the cut above crew likes, it's vertical slicing, clowns, and found footage. Who doesn't love a good vivisection? Well, wait until you hear what I'm going to pick for next week, Jacqueline. (laughs) Can't wait. Oh, God. It's not going to be a big curveball if you just bring up that thing. But anyways, we'll talk Uh about that later. Um, Anyway. I really like the gore of this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some there was creative kills, like things that we have seen before. You know, like you had mentioned, mentioned, Jacqueline, it was um, Shayna or Sheena, or it was hard to, it's an Australian movie, so it was Sheena, Um, yeah, she got cut, she got cut right on the top of the head, and sliced right through, which was, was fantastic, I mean, how many, and I guess because, what, we watched uh, Haunt, the face ripoff, yeah, Jackie, so that one felt more, more real to me than the one in Haunt, because the, the, the actress played such a you know she did so well with that with like the axe to the face and getting ripped off that's the one that stuck with me too like why I picked yeah. the movie again like it's such a slow kill and they just keep on it right and yeah. just slowly the axe is like digging into her flesh yeah. yeah it wasn't like a quick like we had a lot of time to look at it i mean yep. and i think that the effects really hold up yeah, and then yeah, you get to, Kayla's vision true. through the killer, right? Too also, so you get like two different point of views of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I thought was really creative. You know, I mean, this movie, I I think plot wise, just kind of jumped everywhere, and they were just yeah. trying to put like way too much in into the kettle to mm-hmm. mix this up and make it different. I mean, have we seen uh, hunt or be hunted movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Have we have we seen better acting? Yes. Have we seen better gore? Absolutely. But I think the way they blended this all together felt fresh. It felt new. Um, I think there was a real, there really was a social commentary on things, which I also appreciated. They're they're definitely talking about like patriarchy and like, I don't know. There was like a women's empowerment sort of uh, vibe to the, to the film. There may have been, but I, think they got I, I couldn't on care too much to even no. I didn't I didn't care enough about this movie to even look for that or or think too deeply about it. And I'll tell you why. Um, I think my main problem with this movie is that uh, there is very little character development mm-hmm. and there is really nothing to make me care about what happens to them. Like they're basically interchangeable to me and even Kayla. Yeah, I know she's our main character, but <clears throat> I don't I don't really understand much about her. And there's I don't find her particularly likable. And really, all the the only things that we know about her before the shit hits the fan is that she's epileptic. She has this friend, Maddie, that, that she's been friends with since they were young children. And that Maddie feels that she sort of carries Kayla on her back and that she thinks Kayla is a coward. But all that is kind of given to us in an info dump. We don't see that dramatized in any way. We don't really see any of her. I mean, they get abducted like maybe two minutes into the film. So we really don't see Kayla in any kind of everyday life setting or anything like that. We don't see her as a normal person interacting with the world before all this happens and so it's like it just feels it feels hollow to me because of that 
Yeah, I got the one thing I picked up from Kayla and uh, Maddie's relationship in early on is I think they were trying to imply that they were lovers and that Kayla was not like like Maddie's okay with it and people knowing it seemed like that. And Kayla was sort of more still in the closet about it. Oh, interesting. It was very I subtle. I didn't think about that at all. But I felt but... like that they did grow up together, but it almost felt like they were together secretly. What did you did you think about that, John? Or did I did I just totally miss? No, I, I actually totally did just because they had a lover's spat mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie in that tunnel. Basically, was it a lover's it, spat or was it a friend? A friend? And fight? Then, no, it, it was a down look, with patriarchy. But, I just felt like yeah, that the, was the way I read it, and it said fuck patriarchy. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, a uh, uh, king's rule or whatever you want to call it is that because they had a spat. I mean, the thing was, there were they, you know, she said like, you know, fuck you, Kayla, and just walked away. And then um, Kayla heard Maddie struggling, and you know, her initial thought was, I'm not, I'm, she's just fucking around. Um, she ran right after, her, and then that, that's when she got abducted. Yeah, I did read it as, that they were lovers. Yeah, that was the cowardness. I think that was implied oh. was that she was a coward because she meant like you're not being yourself, like you're not being mm. true to yourself. Yes. Yeah, wow. I did. I miss. I totally missed that. She was so isolated in her own mind and own body is that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Maddie was her, her freedom, her, you know, uh, being an adult and being mm-hmm. doing what you want to do, you know, rather, rather than, you know, be so isolated in your own little hole, I guess. Jacqueline, you're right though, about the not feeling connected with any of the characters because like, Maddie, you get introduced to her in the beginning and then towards the end, you, you know, you lose sight of her, you know, she's hidden or whatever by the killer that that's her, her beast. When she finally gets killed, I feel like that should be way more impactful and it doesn't feel that way at all. I thought the kill was, was dramatic, but it it was was not, it was not. Yeah, you're right. It's not impactful, but it was really dramatic. It comes out of left field. Yeah, because. And it surprises you. Well, Kayla is like distraught when mm-hmm. maddie dies and but we as honestly, an audience because aren't. i because i didn't care i was like she's yeah. overreacting like right because we haven't seen any closeness to their relationship all we've yeah. ever seen between them is this one spat mm-hmm. and then they've been separated for the so rest like of the movie flashbacks could have helped out or something to flesh well, that out I, you know what you know what i think would have helped a lot is like 20 minutes added on to the beginning of this film yeah. of them going about their life and doing other stuff besides spray painting a wall yeah, yeah it, and that that was the thing is this movie was not long. You know, yeah. it's eighty two minutes long. So I mean, it's it's in that perfect sweet spot. But if you add, yeah. I mean, even ten minutes of that, yeah, you know, giving yeah. us your ten minutes, and there, there there's no continuity with the <laughs> visions that Kayla has when she has her seizures. You know, and you know it's a serious thing, and it's kind of weird that we're doing this movie because this is epilepsy awareness month. So I mean, it kind oh. of fits. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. And wow. the thing is, is that we there, totally planned that. I did when I picked it. Obviously, you did. Clearly, you do uh, that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I thought there was no continuity with the visions that Kayla was having when she was having yeah. her seizures because she was seeing visions through all the, the hunter's device. eyes. Yeah, it would have made more sense if she was just connected to her beast and not. Yeah. Only. I'm sorry, but even that would make no sense at all. I kind of like that element. But I I, I did too, because I mean, they explained that away with her pulling the eyeball 
out of the girl that she accidentally killed. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Which, that's, that's, that was pretty cool. She pulled the eyeball out. And she she you know put two and two together, which actually made no sense. But it 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 was your info dump of no, we've got a microchip in her eye. This is why we're having the surgery visions of we're not exactly sure what happened. But she, <laughs> Kayla saw like everybody's or, or, or all the killer's visions every time she would have a seizure. Yeah. And it's just like, how did, like, how does it choose which one to go to? Like, is it proximity? Or Yeah, I would get like, that. To, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. But here's the thing about that is like, even if it, even if it were just, con- she had a connection just to her beast and was seeing through his eyes. I'm sorry, that still would not make sense to me. Because there are implants in her eyes that allow whoever's watching the powers that be to like tap into like the feed of the device that's implanted in her eye, kind of like in um, VHS two. If you guys remember that segment where the, she has, the guy has the implant in his eye, yeah. Um, yeah. So you can see. So that would make that makes sense. Okay, she's got something implanted behind her eyeball, and the powers that be who did it can see on a screen whatever she's seeing. It doesn't make sense that she would see anything out of the eye of her beast unless there's oh, he has a something. Well, okay. So unless there's a something supernatural going on, which this doesn't read as a supernatural movie. So yeah. that would be really out of left field or unless they have their own implants somehow, which is possible, but that's they never do. That's how the guy, it. the rich guy in the end had the VR. He was living through the killers. He was seeing what the killer saw in the end. So that's what the rich people are paying for. They're paying okay. to basically murder people. Well, but then, not I, physically yeah. Like so that makes sense. I, if, in that case, I wish that had been made clear earlier yeah. and it had been made more explicit because I just didn't like connect those dots. Yeah. So and I, think I think that needed to be. So, and so that kind of brings me to another point. I'm sorry to cut you off, John. I just want to like, connect fine. a couple of dots here. <clears throat> I wish that that had been made clear earlier that like the beasts also had implants behind their mm-hmm. eyeballs. And that would explain why she was able to like somehow tap into like, like circuit, you know, short circuit yeah. into their vision. But also that leads me to another problem I have, which is like, we only see the beauties stories yep. here, but like, it seems as though the beasts are also like victims in a, yeah. in a similar way. And in a, or I'm sorry, in a different way. And I want to know what's going on in their story too. And I feel like yep. that's a big hole that is just a total gap. So I'm sorry. Okay, John, go ahead. Uh, yeah, th- th- there's quite a few gaps in this because, you know, these guys are acting like Neanderthals. You know, I, I, I Nick and, and, or Heidelberg, I, I think what we were trying to get at in- Your identity I, I, Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> so so here's, here's what I was thinking is that, yeah, that's a huge plot hole because these guys yeah. seemed complete. They didn't say anything. They would Seemed grunt. Like pumped up on something, you know? Yeah, they, they, they would grunt or, or that one guy rips moan. that girl's arms off like he's fucking got hum, superhuman strength. That's exactly right. And the thing I is, I thought maybe like, their tongues had been cut out or something. Mm, interesting. And you wouldn't. But even again, we know don't know. Yeah. We don't know if they were criminals. I thought maybe they were criminals or someone that was thrown into this, like but, you said. But they were like dirty and unkept and, yeah. and just like. Again, you know, I, I guess I guess maybe what you were reaching for, and, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, is that, you know, the women are the superior species because a man can't live without yeah. a woman. And, you know, these guys were just Neanderthals of like going around trying to kill these other women to protect the, the woman, woman that, that they're connected to. So that I get and, and maybe I, 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 
I let that go the second time I watched it. Now, maybe I, and I don't remember what I gave it when I reviewed it before, but I mean, I just, I let that go and I just had fun with it. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Jacqueline. It's, it's like this movie just has so many plot holes and like, it feels like an incomplete story to me. Yeah, give give me give yeah. me a little more exposition of what is going on here. Um, and that was the first time I watched. The second time, I just I did it for the pure entertainment and made my notes. And I was like, yeah, this is gory. This is fun. Yeah, I could see a social commentary on this of women being the superior species, which they are. And it's just like, okay, let's enjoy. <laughs> she gave me the rock horns. Wait, I think you're right. Like definitely that's the main problem with this movie is that it feels a little undercooked. Like it's, it seems like it's a great tasting soup that just didn't cook long enough. You know, mm-hmm. it's got the elements mm-hmm. that we want. We got the gore. Yeah. We got the cool, creative killers, the beasts, yeah. the beauties, cool premise. Yeah. The hunting thing is cool. Give me, give me another 10 minutes in the beginning of Maddie and, and Kayla's relationship. Explain <laughs> that Maddie had, I mean, Kayla has epilepsy in the beginning. Maybe she has an episode in front of Maddie. Yes. Like, yes that would have been yes. great. Right. Flesh yeah, like if we could show one of these beasts, this. one yeah. of these beasts, maybe in a cage, or maybe they're like gladiators. They're just rotated back and forth in this game and treated like cattle. You know, they their tongues are cut out or something like that, and they're they're beat into submission, and that's what they do. Like all that would have flexed this movie out. Hyderberg, you just fixed the movie. You just fixed yeah, it. No. That's yeah. that's what it needed. And, and touch on the corporation a little bit too. Like who's yes. this guy? Yes, we don't know. I, I disagree. I, I I don't think you need to go on that. But they totally, they totally fucked themselves with Rose, right? Because at the end of the movie, uh. she she was the survivor. <laughs> you know, yeah. she and, and and the character was good. I, I didn't need character I development. I, I could use I could use my own imagination of what these characters were like. Hydroberg, I agree with you. I, I think they were lovers. And Jacqueline, I don't know if you picked that up. Maybe if you watched it again, you might pick Maybe. that up. But she was so emotional. When when Maddie died, that it was just like, yeah, it, it's like, okay, but that's like, like that was her, you know, that was her heart. Uh, mm-hmm. The rose. I guess I'm just a cold bitch because I was like, she's over. <laughs> no, you're not, not at all. Um, no, I I just thought they fucked themselves because the guy that ends up like getting shocked to death or killed at the end of the movie is, you know, he's the guy that says you know, I'll get her ready for the next game or whatever it was. And, and Rose was a survivor. So, so what, what did that mean? And they fucked themselves on that because it was like, get her ready for what? Did she play again? Yeah. Because they didn't show, they didn't show her running. She was gone. She, she, she was like a ghost. Nothing happened. Like had, had Kayla maybe pick something up in that world that like, showed like a trademark or something from a corporation or some kind of company. Like where were the, what, what piece like in hostile the links. Yeah. Like how did she figure out who was, who, who does she know to go after after she rips her eye out, which was a cool scene and she escapes. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I like that. Right. The idea of her having to maim herself to get the fuck out of there. That's cool. She's a survivor. Right. Mm -hmm. But then they, they think what she dies because she left one eyeball behind. Like, obviously there was no body. Right. So they knew that she didn't fucking, she yeah, wasn't like, dead. You, that'll be a pretty strong like i think there's someone like, that comes and searches the grounds and gets rid of the bodies at some point right but i guess we get on that one carcass earlier on i don't know this movie <laughs> reminded me uh of video game the hunt it was yeah. like a less good version of the hunt and i hated the hunt <laughs> <laughs> um but i think it could have been 
significantly better than the hunt if it had done some of these things that Hydroberg was talking about. I think it could have been a lot better than that because I do think that it had a lot of really great um, ideas behind it. Like the idea of the game itself, I thought was really interesting. Um, Having these women linked to the men and like they're not allowed to kill them and they have to kill somebody else. And if the woman dies, the beast dies. And I thought that was really, really interesting. But as you know, is often the problem that we that we've run into in some of these movies. It's I think it was poorly executed. Yeah. Um, There's also no link between the beasts. So if you kill a beast, the woman doesn't die. Yeah, it's like why? But that's the commentary. That's 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 what I and but that's what I picked up on like the second watch that it was. You know, you a man can't survive without a woman. Okay, so if you want to put a social commentary on anything, is that we cannot survive without her. He's got to he. (laughs) If he dies, the woman's fine. Yeah. If she dies, he's not. So maybe what that means is that the final survivor has to be a woman, and Mm -hmm. that's what they. That's what the the corporation wants is to have a a final girl. Right. Yeah. Okay. That could have been yeah, a final girl. But again, think, it's like all of these things we're just guessing. We don't know because right. the movie did not make them clear. So. No, but right. if, you, if you think about it, this whole corporation is run by men. Because well, maybe, maybe there's one woman the, in charge of everything. Well, there might be. But then again, you don't you don't have that. No, I mean, you, yeah. you have a, a guy, Derek, you know, that's just sitting watching VR. I just can't believe it's closing out. Yeah, how the fuck does Caleb find his freaking house? That's that's my question. Is like he, he had a dope car, though. Was that like a yeah, Ferrari? Yeah, it had a Ferrari with a license plate that said Ferrari on it. I oh, said. I didn't see that. It looked like totally <laughs> I, I saw the Ferrari. I was like, yeah. Where's the dope. license plate, bro? I don't know how they do license plates in Australia. Maybe they only have front ones. Maybe. But yeah, know. no, it was dope. Um, but like, yeah, where where's the connecting link between she survives, she gets out, where we don't even know where she is. <laughs> and that's another plot she, hole. Is that is there a money trail that she follows? The, like, how did she get to <laughs> at the end? She just takes one of the one of the you know the siren things or whatever that's going to make your head explode if you try to get maybe out of that was what it was that she used yeah but how did she know that he was one of the main know. guys exactly or like no I, I, he's not a main guy he's a subscriber well they said a no, no a he's founder. one of the founders yeah which yeah, he's probably only means found- like they came in early and were like do you want to subscribe to this service like we're building this thing and then the rich people subscribe to it they build it up you know so he's like a founding subscriber like one of the first patreons like an early adopter yeah, yeah. exactly but mm-hmm. like, had she found like one of those, uh, maybe a prototype headpiece or something like that, and she reverse engineered it or figured out maybe if she they had a little string where she was good with technology or something like that. So mm-hmm. we could have been like, oh, OK, I get how she figured out who, you know, where to start from. And then when she gets to his house, I get that maybe she had a psychotic break surviving, but like she, she's seeing Maddie now as like a split personality. Sort of I deal. love that, though, that like, like that to me was like her connection. And, and, and we will bring it back to the very beginning where they had their spat. And then, you know, there was a there was a moment with Rose of like, I'm going to write something in your hand, which I, I thought was a good scene, you know, and no, then that was the, cool. the ghost. Uh, yeah, the ghost of Maddie is writing something where it's just speaking to her. You know, because they explain that away. They explain that that we would always tell secrets like this, you know, and writing something in her hand. And you don't know. I mean, you can leave it to your imagination of what she was saying. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and that was. But then again, you have to go back of like, OK, so what did this? And he gave up the name Mike or whatever the guy's name was. And it's just like, 
Okay, so if you know where this guy is, you should know where all the rest of the founders were, right? You shouldn't have to go like interrogate this guy and and say, oh, give me the other names, you know, and and he goes um, something like, oh, well, you know, you'll be fine to have money and, you know, there's other founders out there. And she goes, I know, I'll find them. I'm like, really? Queuing up the sequel. Yeah. Which I'm glad they didn't make. They still I mean, the make. first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. First. Correct. <laughs> in general, I think that there's a problem in this movie of people figuring things out that they should not have been able to figure out. Um, like, I mean, this, okay. The scene where they figure out what the game actually is and all the rules to it. I, I was like laughing during that scene because I thought it was so absurd i mean they had like i i think that they had like almost no evidence to base all these conclusions on but they were just like oh we must be linked together and if we die they die and so we have to kill each other and i don't know it was just like way too far-fetched for them to suddenly understand everything about what was going on with no doubt in their minds and they just moved forward with the understanding that that was true and and it was true and i just thought that that was like ridiculous i thought it was ridiculous because i don't think kayla was the one that figured that out i think it was was sheena yeah it was sheena she figured it out like that and i was like you watched her brain just like boop 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 done you're not having these visions it would (laughs) again it gives you like some shit and then it gives you brilliance you know just of like the drama and like the chase and everything like that which you know that that's why i said this movie fucks it because it's just it's so fast-paced and so short you know if they did have some of that exposition in there of this is why this is you know they they almost felt like they really rushed through this movie like they want to give you they want to give you a little bit but then they want to give you something really nice that that as a horror movie fan, you're going to go like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm back. I'm, I'm invested in this movie again. Yeah, it has all know. the elements of a really good uh, movie, but I feel like Agreed. definitely said they just yeah. didn't uh, they didn't put enough time and thought into it, it seems. It's disappointing. It's kind of like how I felt about Malignant. That it's like I think there were some good things going on, and I could see how I could I can, I can envision how this could be a much better movie, and it just didn't mm. go that way. And so I'm bummed out because I want it to be better, mm. you know. And so, eh. yeah, and it just leaves a lot of questions, like <clears throat> you said. Like we want to know the beast side of the story. What, what's going on with them, and you know what. How long have they been doing this game where, you know, I don't know. There was like a, a lot of elements to it that just leave you guessing. And like you yes. said, the, the characters piece things together so fast, but I feel like they didn't leave enough for the audience to sort of piece together too. Yeah. You know, while it was we were too watching. fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's lots of cool stuff though. Like I like the locations. I like the cinematography, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the costumes of the uh, killers was really cool. Like the one guy with the dead bodies all like taped to him and attached to him. Yeah, that was a leatherface guy, man. He looked great. Yeah, he was he was brutal too. And he had the sickle thing, which was yeah, that that, that was a very cool killing device. Uh, th- I'm gonna bring something up about what Alice said um kind of early in the movie about about pigging. You know, leave the weakest pig behind. And Kayla was supposed to be the weak weakest pig. 
they never expounded upon that. No. You know, I, I thought they maybe tried to tie it in with Rose because Rose was such a timid uh, character. And then Rose became this, she just turned. Out of the blue. Know, to, out of the blue where she's just like a jealous friend. So she cuts Maddie's throat, which to me, I thought was dramatic, but it didn't have no, the impact that could have had. It was a smart move, too. Right. That was the thing that would stop the killer from killing her. Right. Because yeah. that was, you know, the Alface guy was connected to Maddie. And again, Jacqueline, you brought up, how did she figure that out? That that was, con- oh, wait, hold on a second. She was being hidden. But how would Rose know that, that that's who was hiding Maddie? I don't remember if Kayla. Had it's too confusing. That. I felt like I needed a chart, like you know, yeah. in school where you like draw the lines yeah. from one yeah. column to the other, like yeah. Maddie and Alface or whatever. Ma- and, like you have to Maddie would, like I can't keep that straight. Come on, Maddie. Maddie would know because she had these visions. Okay, so that's explained away. So she has, but but then you Kayla. You, yeah, Kayla. Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, Kayla. Kayla. Kayla has these visions of these killers and you know they made it a point to look at what weapon they had so that's explained away a little bit right of who's hiding her and maybe she saw the pitchfork i don't remember seeing a pitchfork but she's being hidden near this mine thing um but then rose figures out oh wait they're connected so i'm gonna cut her throat and make his head explode and she looks up like satisfied like she got revenge and she's sitting there and how (laughs) why not kill kayla after that and then be the winner because she wanted a friend i know that's whatever. what she wanted she wanted to fr- went from you went from one turn to the other she's a naive homeschooled girl to all of a sudden now she's a killer who will do a, a ruthless killer who will do anything to survive and how and ridiculous was it when she ran away screaming like ah <laughs> can i just say i fucking hate rose so do i, I really I, good. I, I, I don't I, want to come down too hard on her but she's annoying God, yeah, she's one of the most annoying characters I've ever seen in a horror movie. Like, ugh, the way she's very she, sheltered, it seems. The way that she talked like a baby, like yeah, nobody talks like that. I don't care if they're homeschooled. I don't care if they're timid. Nobody talks like that when they're 19 years old. Like she sounded like a pouty five-year-old and it just grated on me. I just mm-hmm. wanted to get her off my screen uh, she was so annoying and just kind of pathetic. Yeah, and absolutely the, pathetic. And then the way that she turns on a dime and kill, and she's like, "You said you wouldn't leave me." And, uh, and we she, never get to see no her death. Critical... I wish we could have seen her get like her head stomped in or something. Yes, that would have been so satisfying. Like all those great Sorry. kills, and none of them could be Rose. God damn it! Like that. Oh. <laughs> also, oh, I, I hate really... her. The missed opportunity to have one of the killers have a baseball bat as a weapon. The movie's called The Furies. And if you've ever seen The Warriors, yeah. that is the name of the baseball gang. Yeah. The guys that are all done up in makeup with baseball bats. Yep. And like, I don't know if that's even something that the writers were thinking about when they called it The Furies, because I know there's some other nods to like mythology or something, like Greek mythology or something. I can talk about that later. If yeah. You want to. But um, I don't know. I just would have been a cool little nod to The Warriors. Oh, like with, with like spikes in it or something like that, or give something like a little like that, twist. Yeah. To... Which was also another, mo- which is like a movie that's where people are being hunted, sort of. You know, like you know what popped me a little bit though, kind of at the hmm. beginning where where Kayla meets Sally. You know, which it was a heartbreaking scene, by the way, because she got her arms ripped off and you didn't really know who this was. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah, it was yeah. the girl in the box, 
but the Jason guy waves at Kayla. <laughs> yeah. That actually, it made me chuckle because he, he waves at her and she waves back. She's like, yeah. but he knew. So he I knows like that, that that's his beauty. Like there's no guessing for the, the beasts. They know who they're assigned to, but they, they know they, that they know who they have to protect. And like, yeah, because kill. they so do. They, expl- that. they explain that away. It's like, don't show your face, you know, but again, they should have showed us that they should have shown these men like somehow learning the rules of the game like maybe but, being but like indoctrinated in uh, begin how would kayla know that because she says to rose like, as, as as leatherface guys pulling her through the the barn is like don't show your face don't show your face and you're like oh. why not how, how does she know i just I don't yeah know. exactly right so that, that's my point is that that how would kayla know that it's frustrating yeah Movie's yeah frustrating <laughs> i just had a fun time with it i mean again like to me it was like it was like wait hold on i don't understand oh that was really cool you know you see the face getting ripped off yeah good gore you know and i it what is. i really appreciated was yeah it was practical uh, yeah it looked it looked really good that slow really, axe really kill really in general is just really yeah. Super cool. yeah that you're 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 right hydroberg that really stuck with me like the 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 axe through the face because it was so slow and drawn mm-hmm. out you know you see it going in and then all of a sudden yeah. you know you get that's a sharp ass axe if you can do that to somebody's face on that and, and it didn't look sharp it looked rusty yeah. and and dull so but that guy's it looked like her face got like wedged off more yeah. than yeah. even cut off like yeah, it was like, like just had to like clean. smush it off slowly. yep but the look of it i mean it's just like you see the skin slowly starting to peel off and then you get the big payoff at the end where yeah, and you still yeah. get like expression from the actress while she's while it's happening so he's holding her with one hand and then the blood afterward looks so good like some of the camera shots were beautiful to me like yeah. like when when you first see kayla in the box and that pan up of the forest of how that was one of my notes. I love that. Me too. <laughs> you see the playing field of like they're not get you're not getting out of here. Like it reminded me a little of The Shining when um, you mm. see the 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 big overhead shot of the hedge maze. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Danny, Danny, and uh, Wendy, the like tiny little figures inside, like ants walking around. It reminded right. me of that because they they made the that aerial shot like so much bigger than the hedge actually is. Mm-hmm. Like yep. in real life. And so it was, it reminded me of that just to show like the smallness of these characters, like how small they are and how isolated they are. Yeah. The production quality of this movie is like definitely not mm-hmm. one of my negatives. Like I felt like it's a well-made movie in that sense. It just felt like poorly planned. Uh, they didn't, they didn't, you know, maybe a couple better storyboarding or whatever, like better plot or a rewrite of the script could have really helped this movie out. Yeah. And it felt like they could have been a little bit better. I thought the acting was fine. I mean, the acting didn't bother me because oh, it, yeah. the act- the actresses worked with what they had. I didn't really you know? care for Sheena. Sheena's well, acting it, was like a little. Well, she she became an you know somebody that's just like I'm out for my own. I, yeah. I didn't have a problem with her. I agree with you, Jacqueline. I, I think Rose was like the 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 worst drawn out character it's like like i don't understand where you're going with this person you know okay so you're innocent you're this you're that and then all of a sudden you become the big bad i i, I don't know and then at For the like end like two seconds and then you switch back like to like, like i said pathetic. yeah they totally fucked themselves at the end you know was she gonna be the main killer get her ready for the next game get the the winner right yeah, but it's the all next men game. that are killers but then, do a role reversal and again that's yeah, where they fuck like, themselves yeah. you don't know <laughs> part two 
I don't know. Rose's I, I, Revenge, The Furies 2. Rose's mm. Revenge. Yeah, the char- I actually sort of like the, the character of Sheena because she starts out as like kind of a tentative ally, but then you once she understands what the game is, yeah, then like she becomes the character that's all about survival at any cost. And I think that's a yeah. reasonable character to have in a story like this. So that didn't bother me. I mean, you get the sense she's not an evil person. Like she wouldn't in regular life want to go around killing people, but she's willing, she's willing to do whatever she has to, to survive. So that doesn't bother me. And I thought her acting was fine, but the the character itself doesn't bother me at all. Me either. Rose. Well, well, no. And she, (laughs) back to Rose. Yeah. Back to Rose. The Furies 2, Rose's Revenge, Electric Fiddler. No, I, I, I thought she was great. And, and, you know, for me, it was just, it was weird how she figured everything out of how they were connected. But then again, you jump like four minutes later where she gets the ax through her head all the way through her head, which was like, all right, I'm back in this movie. She gets, and then twice, Caleb like it gets stuck Caleb, and then he hits her again with it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Kayla like grabs the ax work. and puts it into her connected guy yeah. into his heart. And then I was just like, I'm, I'm invested again. I'm, I, yes. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, any other major points to <laughs> yeah. discuss or, or observations before we give our ratings? Why did the eyeball lights go out when she left? Wouldn't they still be on? I don't know. I thought she should have threw the eyeball like through the thing and it explodes. And then she. No, it wouldn't have exploded. It would just cause the alarm. The guy. No, the, the explosion guy- was in the eyeball as well. Right. Like the explosive. They never they never showed that. Well, I just assumed that was the implant, right? So that's uh, okay. It, that's the, the assumption. That's the assumption. No, like, you, have, you have to make a lot of assumptions in this movie. Right, right. She like when she crossed the barrier, her her the alarm went off, and so she had to pull back. But when so she so it was the just the alarm that would make her want to pull back. There was no like actual. I guess because what they showed is they showed a computer graphic of it being connected to the Mandula yeah. Oblongata yeah. or whatever it was. But it was in the back of your head. I should ask Joey. He's a neurologist. Okay, there you yep. go. I'm sure, Joey wants to watch this movie. I, I could <laughs> never get him to watch this movie. So. Not too dangerous. Wouldn't even try. But um, and also, how did she know which eyeball? Like up until the eyeball, she took out her own eyeball. I assumed that both eyeballs had implants on them, but mm. they didn't. And so, how did she know which eyeball to take also, out? So, how do you because do implant she, she took surgery that, like that? Yeah, she took out. Yeah, she what? took out the what? eyeball of the girl that she accidentally killed, which there was no explanation for why she was in there. Uh, but she like cut her throat and then she goes, hmm, you know what? I think something's going on here because I see something digital because this is a completely different vision than what I have normally when I have a seizure. So she pulled out, I think it was the left eyeball or something. How does she know? How does she know which one it's she, Again, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. It's like there's no explanation. With, they did this, have like she, a little bit of memory from, it was like sporadic, but they had like visions of the operating table or whatever before the box, right? So like, and, the, and the bleeding tears. Yeah, yeah, that's, got that. yeah the bleeding tears. Yeah, but, so that was the only thing that linked that. Yeah. <laughs> but when they woke up in the box, like if, yeah, you, have, if you have eye, if you have like op- the mo- if you have eye surgery, you're going to have some like kind of bruising or scarring or something. Right now. So I think they should have woken up with like a black eye or some kind of like blood stains yeah. or something on their faces. That's, that's what I think. But. Yeah, like every beauty had some like blood, bloody tears or something. <clears throat> something to like bleeding out. Like you would never just look perfectly normal, at, like 
four the hours only, after having it, eye surgery. Well, the only thing, the only time they did that was when uh, Kayla first got out of her box and she, she wiped her eyes cause she, and she looked down and she had blood on her fingers. On both yeah. hands though. Exactly. Right. So there was no continuity there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to give it a zero. It feels like. No, 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 I'm not going to go that low, but anyway. Uh, anything I mean, else? I will say that there were no trash bags that had no holes in them or anything in this movie, but... Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going true. back to that, huh? Still mad about that. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> hey, you That's made me watch Frankenhooker, so... That movie is pretty good. <laughs> what? I'm, I love Frankenhooker. That movie is yes. a fun watch. Yeah, if you're drunk. Watching it with that was just cool. Yeah. <laughs> we're just in the 80s schlock. <laughs> sure that's a far better movie than this anyway it is uh hydroberg you want to give your rating of this movie uh yeah we can give some ratings um so look at my pros there's not too many but i think this film uh i mentioned earlier the cinematography and just the um production quality i thought it's really good like that that zoom that you mentioned before i just like i was impressed with a lot of the camera shots i like the contrast between like the white trees and the and the it was like a, a dulled sort of color palette, but it, it worked for me. You know, it makes you feel like you're closed off from society and, you know, who knows where the fuck you are. So I really like that. I thought that was really well done. I thought the mass killers looks were fucking awesome. Like they really came up. They, they could have had a little bit more personality. They were they were obviously like the two that they really focused on was like rot face and uh, skin crow, or whatever. But the other guys. They kind of fell to the wayside a little bit. We could have seen more of them, like Pig Face and the other guy, Baby Face guy. I would have liked to see more of that. But uh, overall, they were pretty cool looking. Um, I like the premise of The Beauties and the Beast. I think it's very different than most of these being, being hunted films, and we've seen a lot of those. But I thought the premise that they brought to this movie was different enough to, you know, for me to remember about remember it, besides just the gore itself, which was also fantastic. The gore was fantastic. Um, but yeah, they, they stumbled on a lot of things. A lot of things that were also positives or, or have negatives to them. So it's unfortunate. But um, some of the acting for me was a little spotty. I thought Kayla's was pretty good. Sheena's was good. There were a couple scenes I felt like that were a little could have been, I don't know, redone. The weak ending. It's really weak, really bad. Uh, Kayla's psychotic break for me and seeing Maddie. I don't know. It just felt like forced. Like, that, I don't know that I would feel like. Her exacting revenge on this corporation, fine. But also seeing Maddie, I don't know. It just felt like too much. Um, and also, like, there's no lead in to the corporation. Like, who are they? We don't see enough of them. They're just a shadow organization. We see one guy running the show from, like, a secluded room. It just felt a little, like, hand-fisted. Like, give me a little bit more of that. Some some nods towards it so that I can understand. It's more believable that Kayla finds this this guy at the end um so yeah overall you know it's not that it's not as an enjoyable film as, as it was the first time i watched it i still recommend it though i think it's got some cool stuff going on and for some people it might really hit the mark uh but with that said for me I, yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten beasts <laughs> cool johnny what about you yeah, Hydroberg, everything you said was like spot on, dude. Um, the Rose character to me really bothered me. Um, they didn't need to have that 
very end ending. Um, if they would have left it more ambiguous of her escaping and taking out the eyeball and Rose is like getting ready for the next game and they left it more ambiguous to that, uh, it, it would have been funner because then they gave you that ending with Derek of doing the VR thing and, and this, uh, you know, uh, Kayla interacting with the ghost of Maddie and doing the message thing, which was, but it, it was a, a very heartwarming moment and she's extracting revenge, but, you know, leave it ambiguous. What happened to Kayla? You know, we know Rose survived, so they're going to do something with her and end it right there, you know, but the ending just kind of just does like, they, they fucked themselves with that. And I, I said it multiple times through the cast that it's just like, why, what, why would you do this? You know? And if you left her right there, it's just like, okay, well, maybe she becomes one of the killers and you know converting to something else i i, I don't know um for every negative of a plot hole i got a lot of enjoyment of of two or three minutes later of what would happen after that of mm-hmm. being chased uh, of the gore of you know I, I didn't need a lot of character development from sheena and and from rose and from alice and everybody else that, that you interacted with you know i just needed to know about kayla and i think i understood enough about kayla which i enjoyed it and and her relationship with maddie or the the uh interpretation i had between kayla and maddie w- was enough for me and especially at the beginning you know I, I, they didn't they didn't like specify the significance of uh, she got a like a dot of spray paint on her sweater. And I thought there could have been more to that because it was like right on her heart. You know, I, I don't know what direction they would have gone with that, but it's just you, you saw throughout the movie, but there could have been something to that. And so without what was it? Beasts. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to actually just like go a smidge above you there, Hydraberg. I'm going to go 5.5 out of 10 beasts. On- That's what I had originally, but I lowered it during our discussion. I, I, I think I just got like like just being able to watch it like out of the blue, you know, that not being overly critical because I noticed these problems with it before. But, you know, I, I, I raised my score a little bit because I, I did get some enjoyment out of it. I, I didn't go. Well, God damn it! I just wasted my time on an hour and twenty minutes because that's all it was. Like I said, so, I still recommend it for some reason. Yeah, you know, and that not, I, like I feel the same way. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna put it below that. And I, I think a lot of people will get enjoyment out of it. Jacqueline, how are you feeling about the Furies? Except for Jacqueline, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. <laughs> well. So Hyderberg, you you basically read my notes for me. Basically oh, everything you said. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I totally agree with everything you said. Um, a couple things to add. Um, so just reiterating some of the things you said first. I, I really enjoyed the gore in this movie. I thought it was so well done and exciting to watch. The kills were creative and exciting to watch. The killers themselves were interesting and visually. Um, unique uh, i loved it i especially loved um i can't remember any of their names but the one wearing the skin um uh, and, and i love it and I, I love that it wasn't just a face mask like it was like over the back of the torso and it looked to yeah, me in one scene shoes. like yeah like leg skin was like strapped like stuck to his back somehow it was like flapping when he walked it was great i was like yes this is a this is like silence of the lambs level skin suit shit so 
Um, I was really into that. I love the concept of the game. And as you said, Hyderberg, I think that is a memorable enough premise for like why this is happening that it could have made for like a really memorable movie if some other things mm-hmm. had been done better. But that is, I think was a really creative idea to have this concept of the game where one of the, like each killer is linked to a victim. You know, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. Um, I also really like the concept of a character who is controlled by fear in their lives, afraid to step out and, you know, be strong and fully be themselves, whatever that may mean. Uh, like I said, I totally did not get the um, the romantic relationship between her and Maddie. I kind of want to go back and watch the beginning at the end and see if, see if I pick that up again. But this idea of a, a character who is cowardly being forced into a situation where she has she has to become strong or die. Um, so I really liked that. Um, but you guys, you guys heard most of my complaints. I, I think the very core of the problems with this movie is bad storytelling. And I think it's an incomplete story. There is a lot that we're told and should have been shown. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that we weren't even told that we had to kind of infer for ourselves and then just like go along with it. Like, okay. Um, It's just, it, it it goes beyond plot holes to just like, there really needed to be more in the story. I'm a big fan of movies with economical runtimes. I love an 80 minute movie. I love a 90 minute movie beyond that. It's like, there has to be a really good reason for that. But I think for this movie, we needed at least 10 more minutes, like John said, um, to to establish some more of these characters' personalities and some of their relationships and to make us care about them more. To be honest with you, watching this movie, like the kills were great and the gore was great, but it wasn't enough to keep me fully engaged. And there were actually parts where I was like, I was bored because I just didn't care enough about what was happening that I couldn't stay engaged. And so that's, that's a big problem in a movie. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention is there's something about the dynamic between Kayla and Maddie that I think is very unhealthy. Um, first of all, the way that Kayla seems to be really dependent on Maddie emotionally and just like to get through life, it seems. And then we get like more than halfway through this movie and she has really stepped up and done some really strong things and you're kind of cheering her on and like yeah she's like she's getting through this and then when she's reunited with Maddie it almost seems as though she reverts to like an old dynamic where she's like what do we do Maddie I don't know what to do what do we do and Maddie's like I don't know and it seems as though it instantly flips back to their old dynamic and it's like she momentarily loses all of the strength that she had gained and that's not good John, do you want to comment on that? Oh, yeah, I, and I don't mean to cut off your review on this, but yeah, I agree. And I, I thought, I thought the role reversal would have been fine, but then Maddie, you know, kind of shows her true colors as far as being, you know, she's just as much of a coward. Yeah, I, she and, like and, freezes. And, she she yeah, goes, she yeah. like I contributes like, I don't nothing. Know. She contributes yeah. nothing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so it's like like even if 
even if she were reverted back to being her old ways because, you know, her best friend or lover or whatever it was, or whatever you interpreted it as, is that she went back to being that way. But then Maddie gave nothing to that. She's like, no, nope, I'm not. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, like, something, something. So anyway, I just, it, you know, there, there was just a lot more that I really would have wanted to see in this movie. And, and I'm disappointed that I didn't get that. So um, for, you know, it gets points for all the positives that I mentioned before, but I have to give this movie a three out of 10. Beasts. Whoa. I was expecting a four. No. <laughs> I gave Malignant a four and I would way rather watch Malignant than this movie. Yeah, I was either I, I was either thinking a four or a zero. So you know, you made <laughs> halfway on that one. <laughs> zero. I have yet two. to give anything a zero, so I don't know. I gotta really hate it. Can I? While you guys were giving reviews, I wrote a better ending in my head already. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, please. I'd love to hear it. So Rose gives enough information about herself to Kayla. She survives. She gets sent home as a survivor. She gets to live her life. Right. Kayla tracks Rose down. Shows up at Rose's house, exacts revenge on her for killing Maddie. The end. I love it. I love it. I love it. We get it. to That's... see Rose's fucking death. Rose yes. thinks she's good. Maybe she's got some cash from being a survivor or whatever, <laughs> like Squid because Game or some shit. What wasn't Derek the guy that was sitting by the computer in front of all those screens? Or isn't no, that the interpretation? No, I didn't read no. it that way. We don't know. We don't know. But I didn't. I just I got the interpretation that, that Derek was just a subscriber to this thing because he's rich. Yeah. Yeah, and she That's found him. Uh, yeah, okay. but I would have rather. Yeah, if you, I just thought about it. Like, what if <sighs> Rose got away because we don't know what happens with her. So send her home. She thinks everything's cool, and then oh, Kayla we, remembers enough information about Rose to track her down. That's fine. And and, bury an axe in her head. Yeah, Boom, you see, you, that you, see you see, you see, we get a five point five out of Jacqueline. Yeah, you see a Rose with her like bloody machete ready for the next game, and that's it. Fuck. So anyway, that's. That's that's it. That's not that's not a that's not a great score overall, guys. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah. It is what it is, though. I I like it sometimes when we have movies that we aren't all like gushing over. So I'm I'm cool with that. <clears throat> um, would you guys like a little bit of trivia? There's there's really Certainly. not much, but yeah. I do have a little bit. So absolutely. Um, I'll start with what I think is the most important one. Okay. Which is, I just, I did a little research because I knew that the title of the Furies was a reference to Greek mythology, but I didn't know, I'm not, you know, well-versed in Greek mythology. So I was like, I don't know what the Furies represent or what they mean or what role they play in mythology. So I looked it up and uh, apparently the Furies were three goddesses of vengeance and retribution Mm. who punished men for crimes against the natural order. So the, and the crimes that they were most concerned with were homicide, offenses against the gods, and perjury. Okay. So, okay. So I thought about that, and I'm like, okay, why is this movie called The Furies? And who are the Furies in this movie? And obviously, Kayla's one of them, but then is Rose one? Is Sheena one? Is Maddie one? Like, there are a lot of women in this movie... Um, I don't know if they were like literally trying to like we're literally supposed to see three of them as the Furies or just all the women who are 
part of this as Furies. I, I don't know. Which, which goes back to the point of, you know, who are the guys that are wear, that have to wear these masks to protect these women of, did they perjure themselves? You I think so. cri- like somebody mentioned criminal, which one of you guys said maybe I did. criminals. Yeah. yeah. So because they were that, in boxes also. Yeah. So that could have, that could have really made a lot of sense if yeah. we knew that maybe they, they were, were criminals. Being punished for were, something. Right. But th- that's not yeah. developed. It's against humanity or women themselves or something like that. Yeah. But then, but then even then, if that's the case, these women are just trying to survive. They are not yeah. the ones, they are not the ones controlling this game. Why are so they being are, hunted? Are the, is the corporation the Furies? Are they the ones punishing these people for something? But if there yeah. were three, you see one guy at the computer, that's it. Right. So it's like, I, I feel like, the, I don't think it's a good title. I don't think it's an yeah. idea that is developed in any way. The alarm it's, system too is, they said, they called it a siren, right? Like, that's yeah, also so that's another, mythology, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a reference to myth- that one. I do know it's like yeah, the signs yeah. were these sea creatures who would like call out to sailors and lure them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this yeah. movie could have very easily been called The Woods. Man, this movie yeah. has so much stuff that could have worked. Yeah, like if it was just planned out a little bit better, it really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, yeah. man. That's what bums so, you out even more, right? It makes you want to give it a lower score just based on that because it's like. Zero. I see the potential. Uh oh, we got to go back. Next week. Uh, Jack, I'm writing I that thought down. about my review. I'm giving it a, a two. Jack Wayne <laughs> said zero. And I'm giving Terrifier a, a nine. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you'd come around. Not me. I'm talking about you. Oh, me? Yes. Yeah, it's still a four. Well, wait, what did I get? No, I gave it a I gave it a um, hmm. Yeah, so that's, I just, I was hoping that that would, that learning more about the Furies would make some connections for me and it just didn't really happen so that's more of a bummer um on a totally different note at 31 minutes 58 seconds you can see one of the girls grabbing a blade it jiggles and you can clearly see that it's fake i went and watched that scene i didn't see it so what i did see was that the blade is is bent right Mm -hmm. but they're they're all rusty looking weapons that would be used constantly they look like they're fucked up anyway i never saw the actual jiggle well, you got to watch and, and they I don't know if they brought this up, but the axe was the same way because it was very light. This guy just swinging no, all willy nilly. But I, I went, I specifically saw that in IMDb and I went back and tried to see the scene and I saw the scene where she grabs the, the blade and I didn't see the jiggle. I did see the bend. So maybe hmm. that's what they interpreted for as a jiggle. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know. They did use rubber weapons back. on sets though, so. Yeah, well, Alec Baldwin should have. Ooh, Whoa, too soon. Too soon. Was, holy Whoa. shit, I was going to fucking say that. And I was like, no, nope, it's distasteful. <laughs> oh, God. Just delete that part then. <laughs> I'll, Keep I'll, it in, John. I'll, I can't be the only guy who says shit that's fucking offensive. <laughs> we don't all feel that way. We'll put that on Jacqueline. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Jacqueline. You got any more? No, that, that's literally <laughs> it for trivia. What so. a way to end. What a way to end. Okay. Oh, dear. So, now with the patriarchy. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that that's it. So next week, John, I believe it's your pick. Am I right? Yes, it is. What film have you selected for our viewing pleasure? Well, it's very interesting, Jacqueline. Uh, you talked about that we do clown movies, we do found footage movies, and we do gory movies. I, I, we're going to keep it on the found footage, and we're going to talk about 
VHS 94 from Shudder. Cool. All right. Bogart. <laughs> He's looking at no, you. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I was just being very bougie. Just like so an old. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, awesome. Okay. So VHS 94, that yes. is what's up next for us on a cut above. So you can find that on Shudder. I like to call it VHS three because I, I, I pretend like viral never happened. <laughs> it okay. happened, dude. It's like like Scream Three, so it happened. That could be confusing for people who are trying no, to find out what we're listening to. So we're not watching VHS three. No, we're VHS watching VHS ninety four. So go find it on Shutter. And <laughs> excuse me, if you'd like to email us with any thoughts or comments or questions that you'd like us to address on the show, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cut above horror. You can find us on Instagram at a cut above dot horror underscore review. And find us on Facebook, a cut above colon or review on Facebook. And then please, 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 uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, you can get us in so many formats as far as your podcasting goes, Spotify and a bunch of others. But if you do listen to us on iTunes, make sure you give us that five star rating so everybody else can find this podcast and uh we appreciate any feedback even if you're going to give us a lower score than five please let us know what we could do better absolutely yeah. we want to be something you want to listen to so correct keep it creepy <laughs> <laughs>